Thank you for tuning in to Lash Align's Education. This is Morgan Hatfield, the owner and founder. I'm here to bring you the most updated free education in the lash industry. Remember, we are in this together, one client at a time. Hey everyone, it is Morgan. I have been gone for a while, but that is because I've been so busy. I was on vacation and then we have our salon suites about to open. So that has been keeping me busy as well. Mm -hmm. So I have Annie today with me. (laughs) She is our lead brand ambassador. You've probably seen her on our Instagram from, um, now and then and she is going to talk with me today about booth rent i thought this was a good podcast to bring annie on just because annie is a booth renter um she booth rents at my last studio but as you guys know from my last podcast i am phasing out of booth rent at my regular studio and it's just gonna be just w2 employees but i am opening up salon suites which is what annie will be transferring over to so annie has been booth rent for a while now right like a year Since maybe october or... it'll be a year yeah. in october yeah, yeah. okay it's so, been a ride. and now she's about to have her own private room and so she knows all about booth rent so we really just wanted to talk to you guys about it especially if you are fresh out of school and you don't really know much about booth rent we're gonna give you basically everything you need to know the rundown the ins and outs because it's not for everyone and i think that's probably the first thing that you need to ask yourself is booth rent right for you for sure um i don't know about somebody fresh out of school just because you know most most of the time people fresh out of school they don't have the clientele that you do a year after you know what I mean so I feel like it's always smart to start off um like commission or hourly or something like that and then move to booth rent when you're comfortable when you know that you can handle all of that responsibility I 100% agree I actually did start out booth rent but I hustled tell people I'm like don't you don't necessarily have to do that I I was getting a really cheap rate though too so that helps it really depends you know but that's the thing most places aren't cheap you don't really find that you know unless someone's just in dire need of a lash artist and they just want a lash artist in their salon so bad they're like hey I'll give you really cheap booth rent typically you're gonna be paying and and that's the thing it's so different depending on state but yeah plus I mean on top of paying your weekly bi-weekly monthly whatever they have you pay um your booth rent on top of that you have to provide all of your own products right you like if i were to work commission which i did for morgan um morgan helps out with marketing and um kind of she also had access to our schedules and helping us you know if we had an opening she would fill it for us well with booth rent that's not happening that's all on you yeah you're 100 percent in control of your books and all of that stuff and so right which can be a pro and a con but if you're fresh out of school it may be overwhelming yeah it may be like whoa what did i sign up for and i feel like honestly i wasn't I wouldn't have been able to build the clientele that I did as fast as I did if I wasn't on commission at first because, you know, 
so much I can post on Instagram, so many people I can tell. But if you as a salon owner have those people calling in your salon saying, hey, I need in, you can fill that for me. And so that's how I was able to build clientele so fast. And but I mean, now booth rent (laughs) is amazing. I was probably on commission for about a year and a half. Yeah, over a year. Yeah. Yeah. But That's just one of the things is you got to figure out if it's right for you first. Yeah, and I think it everyone's so different. And some girls, I know girls that do finish cosmetology or esthetician school, and they immediately jump into booth and they do great. But I also know some that had did that and they tried to jump into booth rent and they did it for a couple months and they had to go to an actual lash studio yeah go broke maybe because <laughs> listen it's a it's a big initial cost for you to start booth rent yeah. because yeah. just from me going to booth uh, from commission to booth rent i had to prepare and spend weeks getting product and buying things and making sure I had everything because I'm using the owner's products to going to using my own products. And that's, I mean, if you bought everything all at once, it would probably be over $1,000. Oh, Most definitely. More, more, yeah. Maybe $2,000. Yeah. Got to buy it. all the lashes. Um, it and then you can buy tweezers. equipment. That's yeah. expensive too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and some booth rent people, they don't offer beds or chairs or whatever right so that would be an expense as well right depending on where you go some may provide the equipment but some may not and I would say don't expect them to yeah I would not expect them to have zero expectations and then be surprised right you know yeah be happy (laughs) Happy. like oh okay you're gonna provide the bed for me that's awesome yeah exactly but you know, if you have to provide your own, at least you'll get to pick which kind of bed that you want because there are different beds out there. And that is one thing with being booth rent too. Typically, I mean, it may depend on the salon, but typically you can pick what kind of bed. You know, there's esthetician beds, there's massage yeah, tables, massage tables. I think those are cheaper. Yeah, those yeah. are cheaper. So those are good too when you're first starting out because I think you can get one on Amazon for like 50 bucks. So yeah. if you are on a budget, you know, you could always get Amazon's a massage your table. Friend. Yeah, <laughs> for <sponsored>. sure. <laughs> right they don't need our sponsorship um pros and cons what would you say pros and cons since you are actually booth right i feel like for me personally as a lash artist yes because i feel like it's going to be different for everybody yes my pros versus cons starting off a con was the fact that you had to be on top of everything you know what i mean i'm lucky because we have as lash alliance we have stock here at the salon but if not, I would probably be a little bit screwed just because I'm so busy with clients. It's right. hard to keep track of inventory. Like, I don't know I've run out of it until I've run out of it. Right, because you're going to get another 13 and you're like, oh, shoot, I'm out of point exactly. 313. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God, I've got to use a 14. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. But yeah. I feel like now, see, you just have to know yourself when it comes to things like that. Um, for me... I know that I'm like that, so I buy in bulk. Like, I'll buy multiple, like, adhesives or multiple trades of lashes or, you know, things that I know are going to last me a while because it might take me a while to notice. Right. Um, That was a con for me. Um, But pros, being the boss, being being in control, um, could be a good or bad thing depending on who you are but for me um I like to have control over my own schedule um especially after being in the industry for as long as I have been it's it was like oh it's kind of time for that but 
I mean, it also comes with a lot of responsibilities. And I think that the pro or con depends on the person. Because for you, it may be a pro, but for someone else, it may be a con. Someone that's not really good at, like, self-disciplined. And that's something that some people just aren't good at. And with that, it's like, if you're not good at self-discipline to where you're not showing up for client appointments or you're constantly rescheduling people, it's going to come back and it bites you. It bites no one else, but it bites you. And because that's your business now, you're the owner, you're everything. And it's going to reflect badly on you. And then you're going to gain a bad reputation and you don't want that. So when you're something that you're going to have to deal with. Exactly. (laughs) And that brings into client complaints. And I think that is, oh gosh, like, Sometimes it, you need uh takes a village, you know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like we're always brainstorming with each other on how to respond to client text messages yeah. and stuff like that. So if that's something that you're you're okay with doing on your own, if a client comes to you and they're 100% honest and you don't like their honesty, it's going to be kind of hard to come back with a nice structured response. Yeah, I definitely think being in this industry, you need to be, I mean, obviously professional, but I don't think professionalism comes easy to everyone. Right. Because so many people, if they do get a bad complaint, they just want to snap off. Like in the snap of the finger. They take it personally, which is something you really can't do. And you can't. You can't. And that's just how business is in general. You're in a service industry and... You know, I I don't always like hearing, oh, well, the customer's always right. But at the same time, there's a time and a place for things. If yeah. they are insulting you and, like, coming at, you can be defensive stern, without being, right. yeah, stern, without being, like, Making childish. yourself look yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. but you're also, I mean, dealing with complaints, you're, you're also receptionist, uh, inventory keeper um you're everything scheduler scheduler all of that so you kind of have to you you have to keep a schedule for yourself and allow yourself days off but also don't allow yourself to get in the oh I only have three clients today I bet I could move them to Thursday right just do it (laughs) and that's and that's what and that's why you have to be so self-disciplined because if you were in a lash studio with the boss over you and you just woke up one day you're like "Mm, I don't want to go to work today that boss is going to say um no you need to come into work (laughs) so you have to be that person for yourself you have to be like oh okay obviously we all have days where we don't want to go to work but at the end of the day you have to be that boss and you have to say well I got a boss up today because yeah I am the boss and this is my business and this is going to reflect badly on me always think how it's going to reflect on you and you can't just do that you can't just be rescheduling people just because exactly and also once you become booth rent you can't just say I'm gonna wear sweatpants and Nike shorts every day today and it's like if anything I feel like I don't know, this is me in my opinion, I don't know, but I feel like when you're booth rent, like that's, you're not an employee somewhere, you're running your own show, and if anything, I feel like that would make me want to dress up even more. Prove yourself more. But I guess maybe some, some people probably not, I though. feel like, yeah, I mean, probably knowing mixed. that, like, uh, there's, yeah. there's a very low possibility that I'm going to get yelled at today. Right. So, I'm going to wear a onesie. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would never do that. But, I mean, yeah, it's all about 
responsibility and structure and if you can be that for yourself not having somebody over that you're over you right and I will say like even with being booth or and being self-employed like typically you know you are still in a salon somewhere and yes you are running your own show and but still if you are constantly rescheduling people or yeah you're showing up and you're looking like you just roll a bed every single day eventually that will still get back to the owner and you don't want that to get that you don't want that to be your image like to clients the owner of the salon and plus the owner of the salon she may decide to terminate her booth rent contract with you too it's like you know you and you don't want anyone to have that negative image of you like yeah it's okay to you know have your days you know what I mean it's okay to to not be able to put out 110 percent one day but at the same time you just can't let yourself slip into oh well it's not that big of a deal because before you know it you're not going to be making any money and you're like oh shoot what do I do I gotta work my butt off clients will find someone else yeah they'll go elsewhere and then it's gonna be harder for you to find clients than it is for a client to find a new lash artist yeah Yeah. but um clients will they will especially with more and more lash artists becoming in our industry and I don't know how it is with other states, but in Oklahoma, for a while, there wasn't very many, but there's more and more every day. More and more girls are going to esthetician school, are getting lash trained, are lash certified. There's more girls popping up. So if you're not on your A game, they will go somewhere else. Take your clients, baby. They, and you do not want that. Yeah, they will. They will take your clients. And you always have to be thinking a step ahead and be thinking of your competition and what makes you different from other yeah. lash artists. Yeah, and on the other spectrum of that, like, I think we were just talking about kind of, like, not necessarily, like, people being lazy, but how comfort could, you could get too comfortable. But on the other side of that, there's the people pleasers, you know, the people who, they're like, oh, I will take you at 7 a.m. and then I'll take this one at 9 p.m. and I'll be here all day long for 14 hours and then, you know, yeah, it's nice to be able to be there for your clients, but at what cost because at some point they will see like oh well she's always available so I could ask her to come in on her day off and she would and they'll take advantage of you and you don't want that yeah exactly and that's something that can be really hard with when you're self-employed because you're the clients, yeah, they're scheduling with you. It's not when you work at an employer and you have your availability or your nine to five or whatever the case may be, you know, when it's, and yeah, you may have your set hours, but a lot of times when you're booth rent, there's no, there, the, yeah, there's not really a like open or closed time. Right. It's like, when do you feel like taking in clients? And yeah. at the beginning, that's how I used to be was like, more people pleasing like let me just get in as many clients as I can because you know tomorrow is not promised and all of that stuff and then I was I was working like 12 hours a day and had client after client after client and it was just exhausting I felt like I couldn't enjoy my life and so now not like I'm leaning towards being too comfortable but I know how to put my foot down yeah and that's good because yeah they may say hey I need to come into you you know Tuesday at two but maybe at Tuesday at two that doesn't really work out for you so instead of saying yes and it's stressing you out you can say oh well actually I can't do that but here are some alternatives like Thursday at right. 2 or Wednesday at 2 or my friend so-and-so has an opening for you 
at tomorrow at two if, if you feel like going to them I'm not available for that but yeah. they would be glad to take you on if that's a possibility yeah and that's a that's actually a pro of working in a lash studio yeah. um or suites or wherever where there's other lash artists if you're the only lash artist in that building it's gonna be very difficult because yes you can refer to someone at a different salon but if it's if it's at the same salon that client's gonna be a lot more comfortable because they know okay I, I'm already used to coming here every two weeks it's the same location I'm, I'm having to make the same amount of drive you know yeah. so it's definitely gonna and if that's not possible like I don't know I feel like it's better to befriend the people who do the same thing as you than try to make them competition yes like you know that's a whole other reason why you started Oklahoma Lash Artists and all of that stuff yeah. so we could all be there for each other and there's probably I don't know how many lash salons in our area but you know if we get to know those girls and are familiar with their work then yeah. it would be easy to be like okay maybe I'm not available maybe my co-worker here is not right. available but you can call this people I, I know her I know her work blah 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 that's why it's like good to yeah and what Annie's talking about is Oklahoma Lash Arts it's actually a support group that I started over a year ago now it's been probably about two years maybe and um it's just every day yeah and it's just a support group for Lash Arts in Oklahoma to come together and we've done um one networking event so far and I hope to do one another one before the end of the year and it's really just to come together and then on the Instagram page I'll repost their work and tag them and um yeah it's really just about community and I feel like we could do it we should definitely do another podcast on that just because like I feel like that is so important and I know I know in a lot of other states like the cattiness and like not supporting each other is really bad just because there's so much more competition so there's a lot more just like not nice girls but um definitely like take our advice and be kind to each other and try to work together and just really you know focus on your clients focus on you and you know if you can support someone else support them yeah it's better to be supportive and be friendly with somebody um putting yourself in their shoes rather than um pitting yourself against them because it's just gonna make you angrier and angrier thinking like i got this girl that works across (laughs) the street and she's she's doing what i do it's gonna tear you up yeah and you're not gonna have fun and tear you up you're gonna compare yourself yeah yeah exactly so really just when you're boothering focus on your clients your business do everything that you're supposed to be doing and good will come back to you and if you're not sure if you want to be on Moothrit, make a giant list of every single thing that you're going to have to do, like, product-wise, responsibility-wise, and see, like, if that is going to work for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, we really just wanted to talk about all things Moothrit because you don't know if it is for you or not, if you've never done it. And it may not be for you, and that's okay because there are different options yeah my cons might be your pros and vice versa yeah but at the end of the day i love it it works great for me and i hope it works great for you as well yep so okay i think that's it do you have anything else i don't know okay if you have any questions dm DM. us on instagram (laughs) bye bye